Which who? Hello and welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yes, you're watching these episodes for the very first time. <laughs> yeah. And we and this is a brand new season, season four. Woo! Woo. We've got up to season four. Yeah. And how do you feel? Mark, how do you feel about I, well, that? It's it's still my favourite thing to do. I'm still very much enjoying it. <laughs> Because you you don't know what's coming up next, so it's very exciting for me. No, I don't. Because obviously I've been a fan for a long time, so I know I'm enjoying this because I'm watching these stories in a new light, maybe a little bit more detail than I have before, because we're discussing them every week. Yeah. But I do know generally what's happening and what's coming up, but you know absolutely nothing (laughs) (laughs) about what's coming up, so that's very exciting for me. I ain't got a clue. No. <laughs> but you are gaining knowledge as we go along. I am, which is strange. It's not something that I expected to happen. So. No, you can talk about Dodo. You can talk about <laughs> Ian. You know, I love about that you Barbara. said with Dodo. <laughs> well, she was the latest one, wasn't it, when you learned all about her STDs and stuff. Oh, my gosh. You know, you, you never thought, when we sat down and watched Unearthly Child, I bet you didn't think we'd be chatting about Dodo. Having I didn't sex think, with an alien. I never thought <laughs> this early on that I'd be talking about a character having sex with an alien, getting STDs and having, what was it, sexual deaths or something. <laughs> yeah. What was well, it? She, was how did she die? Sexual tragedies was sexual the, uh, tragedies. Was the uh, last episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we finished off very memorably with the war machines last time. Yes, or unmemorably for Dodo, but yes. Dodo leaving, yeah. Yeah. So all change again on the TARDIS with Ben and Polly. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what you were, if you were looking forward to anything particular. I think you enjoyed Ben. Yeah. Uh, So you were looking for, and you weren't sure about Polly. I think that's where we left it. Yeah, I just didn't like know her as a character because she hadn't done as much as Ben. Yeah. Well, let's go straight into the story then. The Smugglers. I would say this is probably the least talked about Doctor Who story. What well, definitely the least talked about first Doctor story. It is way down there. No, just nobody talks about it. Not like it's good or bad or anything. Just there's just nothing about it. I can see why. I found this so hard. You know, it, like we watched this together. Yeah. And. So we're in lockdown in Wales. We're in lockdown 2.0. Oh, so oh yeah. Sorry, lockdown update. Before we go to the smugglers. <laughs> I knew there was something else. So we've been, I think we've been in and out of lockdown. Sort of a few on. So we did the Doskers online last time. We did, yeah. This whole podcast but pretty much fair, has been produced in a COVID world. We only did a couple of episodes before COVID started. Yeah. The sensor rights when we had that pizza. That's yeah. when it all happened. <laughs> and so you could probably track the whole way the government yeah. has dealt with COVID with us going in and out of lockdown, <laughs> whether we're recording online or not or in person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or how we're dealing with it, I think. Is yeah. That, yeah. So the only reason we did it mainly, we could have done it in person, the last one, the Doskers, but... I had a poorly cut. Yes. So yeah, yeah, it was, was slightly well. different. Yeah, there was so, that as well. Um, so it's good to start off this season again in person. Yeah. So in Wales, you can have, we're in lockdown, but if you're a, if you're a single occupancy household, you can meet up with one other household for like mental well-being. So Mark is my one household. <laughs> You've come over here to record a podcast. For every, well, I don't know if it's for my mental well-being or not, because this was hard. But yeah, Mark is my mental well-being stability, I guess. So. <laughs> and I'm making you watch The Smugglers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. But yeah, if you go back and listen to our episodes, you can track the COVIDness, because there's a lot of us saying, oh, we're going to be out of lockdown soon. Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> no, wait, Mark, I it's going to happen. There's a lot of no, you saying that. We both discussed it. There was both you predictions. You were convinced for ages, that we, and I was like, we're not, Mark. It was around the crusade sort of time we thought <laughs> we were coming out, but it didn't happen yeah. until Galaxy 4. Yeah. <laughs> but no, now we're... So as we... Because also, I mean, we, we're quite open that we record a little bit in advance. Yeah, so, so again, people might any, not, by the time you hear this, anything could have happened. Well, no, we know... By the time this comes out, that we will be out of the Wales lockdown. In Wales, yeah, mm-hmm. but I think 
Oh, well, who knows where else in where you are in the world, listeners? Yeah, who knows <laughs> where, what you're in? But yeah. in Wales, by the time this comes out, we will be out of yeah. lockdown 2.0. Well, wherever you are, log in online, find the loose cannon reconstruction of the smugglers, and just forget about it all for a bit and enjoy the smugglers. Or do what I <laughs> did. Or, or 60s Doctor and Who. Really try and not fall asleep because this I struggled with. Okay, well. Just before we start, just going back to this being a story that no one talks about. So okay, I, looked, I looked up the, the survey in Doctor Who magazine from 2013. Right. You know the one where the Space Museum came out as the worst first Doctor story? Oh, yeah. So the Space Museum was 232 out of 241. Yeah. The Smugglers came out at number 194. So it came out better than the Celestial Toymaker... The Gunfighters, Planet of Giants, what? The Web Planet, like it, and it's just the Keys of Marinus is just too above it. No, like I thought it would be right down there. Actually, it's I was so really surprised bad. at 194 out of 241. I mean, it's still the lower ones, but do you think it's because it's the first one with Ben and Polly? I don't think so because I, I think Ben and Polly are very popular, but it's another historical one. And they're sort of had. I don't know if you've noticed, they've sort of been phasing them out a bit. This yeah. feels very much like, because we had the war machines at the end of season three and it was very different mm. and the pace and the and the show seemed to be changing. And then suddenly, season four, we're right back to, I said it was like a Marco Polo. Well, I said to you that every one of the um, new companion ones, they've gone back in time. So you mentioned, yeah, like the time meddler. Yeah. Well, they've got to really to explain to Ben and Polly. I think the only thing in this story, Ben and Polly feel very fresh. Yeah. And very, they ha- really hold the story together, I think. But if yeah. you took them out of it, because you haven't got Ian and Barbara to make the historical historical and yeah. interesting. Stephen had that in the time meddler, didn't he? Oh, I don't believe you and, uh, and all that kind of thing. I realise how much I hate new companions coming and the whole spiel of the non-believing. Yeah, look, there's a church. There we are in our end time after all. Yeah, you didn't really believe all that nonsense about past and future, did you? Well, you've got to do that, haven't you? And if you're starting a new season, maybe this is the first episode you're watching of Doctor Who back in 1966. Oh, yeah. You know, it's got to explain it and it's got to explain it for the characters. Yeah, it just, like, it reminds me how much it grates on me. Like, it's like Stephen. Um, But ironically, (laughs) but ironically, Dodo, that wasn't the case. Well, Dodo was very quick, wasn't she? And she had that in the arc, though. She had that, I don't believe you, we're in the zoo. Yeah. We're not in the zoo. But it, it... Glosses over it quite quickly. You have to have those first scenes with them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But Dodo's didn't feel like Stevens really annoyed me, as you know. I was like, oh, just get over it. Just accept. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And this one kind of felt a little bit like that with Ben. Ben yeah. really was stubborn about it. Polly sort of went, like, she was a little bit like not believing. And then she just sort of like was like, no, I think this is, and just sort of went with it. Ben was really stubborn pretty much that whole first episode going into the second, a lot of it. It took him a a while to accept what was going on. Yeah, this is completely missing, this story. We've got the telesnaps, though. Yeah. So we watched the Loose Cannon reconstruction. So I'd not seen, I've got the CD, as usual, just the audio. Have you done with that? Never really got through it very well. So this was the first time I was actually seeing the telesnaps. Mm. I've seen a few photos, but a lot of it was new to me. Um, I knew the basics of the story, but I didn't really know. I couldn't tell you who any of the characters were or anything. Yeah. I think it's known as Ben and Polly's first story, proper story after the War Machines, and that's about it. Yeah. So it follows right on from the end of the War Machines. Ben and Polly in the TARDIS. Yeah. You know, and then the doctor's like, what are you doing in here? He's a bit yeah, angry, angry towards isn't them. He? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> ben and Polly don't... He explains to them, doesn't he? Oh, this is a... See that scanner? That's a scanner. <laughs> you know, a very bad sort of explanation. And then they land on the beach. No longer checking atmosphere anymore, are we? No, we're no right longer checking, like, if it's safe to go out. We're just like, oh, we're here. Out we go. Well, Ben and Polly go straight out there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot to say as well. So I'm... I'm in the middle of making my Ben Sailor's hat. 
Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, You're making it. Well, yeah, I need to put the writing because it's his ship on it and everything. I need to get the writing, so I'm making a Ben. I think he only wears his sailor hat in the War Machines. Right. But um, this is my next cosplay after Steedsman's jumper that I got. <laughs> so when it's finished, I'll post a photo of my Ben sailor's hat. I'm going to wear it now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For me, half made up Mark. Yeah. So I've put that anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it looks good actually. Yeah, it's cool. It's You've cool. done pretty well. Yeah. Um, where were we? On the beach. Yeah. In Cornwall. <laughs> Sorry, I can't take you serious with the hat. You're gonna have to <laughs> lose the hat. Off. Yeah, oh, I can't. Okay. I, that is sauce. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I will just laugh this whole way every time I look at you with the hat like floating away with you. Right. Um, Cornwall. Yeah. And in Cornwall. Have you been to Cornwall? No, I don't think I have. Have you not at no. all? No. I've been to Cornwall quite a lot. Yeah, it, you'd presume I would have. But I've been on a lot of British holidays. I've I had like older parents. Like yeah. we were Isle of Wight regulars, yeah. do you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, I've been to Isle of Wight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Isle of Wight quite a lot. Been a lot of you. We've just never been to Cornwall. So they filmed this at Nan Jezil Bay mm. in uh, in Cornwall, but it's right, it's like past Penzance, it's like right on the tip, like, you know, like the boot of England. Yeah, yeah. It's like right on the edge. Like, I went on the Doctor yeah. Who locations website and the cave where they land, it's still there. Someone took a photo like a few years ago of it. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Mm. Um, so that is on my list of places to go, but it's right far. I mean, I've been to Newquay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's because the reason when I've actually, I can tell you this, the reason I've went to Cornwall, I used to ask my parents this. And it was just that bit too far from Lancashire. It is quite, oh yeah, it's quite far, yeah. Yeah, it's like just that bit too far. It's Well, it's 15 hours from Cardiff yeah. on the train, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite far from Newquay, because I thought, I when I went to Newquay, I thought that was like quite at the edge, but it's yeah. like, that's not, that's on the other side of the coast. I think it was like quicker for us to go to the Isle of Wight than it was for us to go to Cornwall. Yeah. And yeah. that is on an island. So the when they land, and it's called the smugglers, are you think what are you thinking so far? Anything? Um, or a bit too early to work it's out? It's too early. Yeah. I mean, like I've accepted that they're in some other time because that's always the case. They're not in the sixties like they think. So the thing is, with Ben and Polly landing, if you try and apply logic, I know I'm trying to apply logic to like a sci-fi adventure. So they come out of the TARDIS. Oh, we're on a beach. They don't believe the Doctor. Well, they've moved from London to a beach, but they don't seem to acknowledge... Well, they do acknowledge it, but they don't seem to be sort of amazed by it. They're like, oh, let's get the train. Come on, Doctor, we'll talk about it on the way home. We're in Cornwall. Yeah, yeah. Let's get the train home and we'll chat. As if they don't believe that they've travelled in time, which they don't. They're willing to accept that they've travelled to a different location in a phone box, but they're not willing to accept that they've travelled in time. I know they've been on the inside of the TARDIS, but the way that they're on the beach is very, like, they don't believe him, but they believe where they are. I can't explain it. It doesn't really make sense if you apply the logic to it, because they're not asking, how did we travel, Doctor? They're like, let's just get out of here. We haven't... What are you talking about? It's just a police box still. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't add up to me. Sorry, Doctor, but we'd better find a station. We can talk on the train. Oh, talk on the train, child. The whole the whole introduction for me is just annoying and weird. Like, I, yeah, I just find it annoying and weird. For this, it's this whole non-believing, like, and, and it was very but blasé. Then, but, then, but then they get to the church and they meet uh, the church warden. Yeah. And then I think they say, oh... We must be in the 17th century then. It, they, then they, then after that point, after they meet the church warden, they're a bit more into it and then it... it yeah. Um, but even then, like... Because I don't understand because Polly's very much, oh, it's the beach, yay! And she starts screaming and having a great time. Yeah. And it's like, well, actually, surely you should be fascinated about what's happened to you. Or how you've got there. I thought Ben and Polly would be a bit more sensible because they're a bit more mature. Ben just wants to get back to his ship... He's like, oh, I've missed my ship. We've got, we better get back. As if it's like this whole inconvenience that suddenly he's been in like this spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. It's a bit of a strange start, but they've got to get the adventure moving. If you think about it, in terms of writing the script, they've just got to get going. And actually, talking about the script, this is the same writer as the Celestial Toy Maker. Oh. He's not my favourite writer, Brian Hales. I'm sorry, Brian. 
Sorry, Brian. <laughs> I really, yeah, I'm not a fan of his stories. But it's nice. It would be nice if this was found to see the location. Yeah, yeah, we it. said that. That would be nice. Yeah. You meet the church warden. They're in the 17th century. We, I mean, you didn't know this was a historical until they got there. No. You know they're not in the 60s. You just don't know where they are. I would say it's not until the end of that conversation, maybe even going into the tavern, that they yeah. accept that they're in a different time. Yeah, I think Polly says something, oh, we better just lump it, and yeah. here we are. The intrigue already starts, doesn't it, with this... It's a bit like Treasure Island, I thought. Yeah, you Surely said Surely it's based on Treasure Island, because it's been a long time since I read Treasure Island. <laughs> I did it at school. Um, but isn't it that whoever is at the pub, and then the old shipmates come along and say... And try and recruit him. I never or read Treasure like, Island. Did you not Treasure Island? No. I, I think it's something like the old shipmates come along. Someone knows where the treasure is. They they give him like the black spot or something, and say we're coming after you. Yeah. Uh, and they try and reunite the crew from this previous thing where this treasure has, which right. is basically what happens in the smugglers. The old yeah, crew yeah. coming back together trying to find the treasure. Yeah. It's very much. And Doctor Who does pirates. It's another. It's an yeah. interesting way. It's still historical though because it's still based on. Cornwall and smuggling and that's an actual that's what happened down yeah, there yeah. It's, it's based on fact in a way I, mean, I know you had, I just found a this a very like, dull episode so why was it like weren't you intrigued about surely the first episode was alright you know where they're exploring I really like Ben's attitude in that he's quite sarcastic I like his comments like that it carries on from the war machines yes but it was different there because he was in his own time. So there's no, like, respect for the situation. I think that's what it is. Like, Yeah, but that's quite... Yeah, I know, but I, I know I, I said that at the beginning where they didn't really believe it, but once they're in it, they do get into it. But it's it. not until, it's like, the funny, third episode. The, way that, the comments and stuff, it's, they're quite... By the third episode, yes. Okay. When, we, when they meet, like, the... Um, what's he called? Blake? Blake, yeah. Yeah. When they meet Blake, that and like he's like he's they're with it and they get that. But even like with the squire, like the way that they are addressing and talking to him, and just general that whole thing, it I don't know, like it it's like they just don't get it. I can't I see. Ex- yeah, I see what you mean. They're it's just- like it's like they're so out of place with it. But by the time you get to with Blake, it's almost like. They They've have fit it. They've it. got yeah. used to it, and that's it's like fairly realistic, though, isn't it? It's a bit like Barbara getting used to her surroundings. Oh yeah, you know? I know. And, and but I, we did point pick up on one thing: there was no music. Yes, yeah, I looked that up. Yeah, no music. This is one of the only stories with no <sighs> incidental music. So, so maybe that's dull. why it was a little bit flat. It was really flat, and it was really slow. But then wasn't it? So then we meet Cherub, who is the bold guy that's that goes and actually kills the church warden. Yeah. And it's quite violent with the oh, knife. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's quite... Yeah. It needed a bit of... But in those moments, it needed a bit of music, you know. It just needed... It's a lot of, like, creeping, and it's a lot, like... There's a lot of moments where you would have, like, suspense or... And there was just nothing. It's difficult with the telesnaps as well. But we've done things with telesnaps before... And really enjoyed it. Like, we cannot blame for telesnaps. Okay. Because we've watched them well. We've watched the whole way through and Even we've been like, like, bam, 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 you know. We cannot blame for telesnaps. It, it has to purely come down to story to, like, take you with it. And, like, I thought the accents were great. I thought that the... Um, I'd say the acting overall was really strong in this. I just felt like pace-wise, it was just really like sloggy. Like just their interaction with each other as well sometimes between characters. It just felt like it It just lacked a little bit of something. I don't know. It's a very, it feels, yeah, like a sort of, it could have just been a you know, Treasure Island Sunday afternoon play. From but a few if, years ago If at you that put time, this on as a play... It wasn't really a Doctor Who as such. It was very... If you put this on as a play, I'd be bored because yeah. there was no pace to it. Like, plays have pace. Like, okay, let's take out... Like, even plays have music, but take out any, like, music of a scene. You need that pace. You need that sort of, like... 
you know. It relies a lot on the dialogue as well because yeah. Avery, oh, not Avery, who am I talking about? The church warden yeah. tells the doctor this clue about the treasure, which I don't think we picked up. No. He does mention it to him. Remember these words. This is dead man's secret key. Smallwood, Ringwood, Gurney. Yeah, but what to, uh, what's purpose, sir? It's a secret worth remembering. And then that's very important for later on. Yeah. I think we missed it the first time. Yeah. Because it's only the doctor that's supposed to know. And then, then Cherub, after he's killed the church warden, goes after them in the, the inn. Yeah. Um, and then close watch, Ben and Polly get into their <laughs> traditional yeah. 17th century things. Polly the boy. The Polly the boy. Um, so it, it's, a, again, a few greatest hits of what we've had with Vicky and the Crusade. And yeah. Maybe the bit of the Reign of Terror in there, it felt like. Yeah. Even the scene, they were... <laughs> Although I, did, I, I thought that was quite a good one. When they're in the jail and they're trying to get out. Well, with Ben and Polly, yeah. That's, yeah. And that's them working together. And you, and Ben and Polly, I mean, the doctor, William Hartnell, the yeah. doctor, he is in this throughout. He's not on holiday. No, no. Well, he's not on location, I don't think. But he's not on holiday in the studio. He's on the beach, definitely. No, he's not. He's a, I don't think he is. I don't think he went there. I think it was just the back of his head and then the close-ups the studio, mm. I think. I don't think they would have taken him to Cornwall. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I did try and look it up. I couldn't find anything, but I am pretty sure. I'm sure someone out there will tell us. Yeah, yeah. If he went to Cornwall or not. It's definitely a, a stunt when they put him in the hay bale. Thing. Oh, yeah, God, that was terrible. Um, yeah. That's, um, I don't know if it's our robot doctor actor. I don't think it is. It's somebody else. But no. I'm pretty sure he didn't. Or he went for the day on the beach, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I have to. I'm not sure if those telly snaps. He's supposed to go the, through caves and stuff. I think that's studio because it's wooden floor in the cage. Yeah, yeah, we hear but that. But I'm, I'm pretty sure William Hartnell didn't tell us people. Also, I just I meant to say at the beginning of this podcast. Obviously, I'm a fan and have read things, and but don't take anything I say as exactly <laughs> facts. <laughs> Please let me know if I'm wrong. This isn't yeah. a factual podcast no. on Doctor Who. This is a a fans. a fans perspective and, yeah. and a non-fan. So don't <laughs> take. Oh, I haven't said that for a while. Um, yeah, I think most of what I say is. Is factual though. I take it um, as factual. You take it as factual. Yeah, yeah. I know, no. But I am careful the facts that I I say. But <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes quiz you, like, but what about this man? But I would say that William Hartnell didn't go on location. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I was saying now. Oh yeah, but Ben and Polly in the prison. Yeah. They already have scenes on their own and they're leaking yeah. it. They're not. You don't actually. You know, the Doctor's fairly backgroundish. It's Ben yeah. and Polly doing a lot of the dialogue and yeah. the discovering with the audience. The Doctor is all, you know, they, they've been left to, to do a bit of a Stephen and it's take got, over. It's got great energy, that scene. I'll give it that. Daft nit. What does he think it was, magic? Ben, that's it. Aye, what is? In the 17th century, they were terribly superstitious. They still believed in witches. So what are you going to do? Fly out of here on a broomstick? No, but I think I've got a plan. But it was really annoying as well, wasn't it? I mean, it's no. It's good because they're working. They're working it out, and and Polly's like, "Oh, there's rats," and she's having a bit of, you know. No, no, it's, no, it's not fun. that. I'm talking about it's when fun. they um get the when they're trying to trick the guy into getting oh, them free. And Tom, the jailer. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just a bit cringy, but it was good. But it it was but, at least but, some different energy. Yeah, yeah but it is because Polly's like, "Oh, hang on a second. They were very superstitious in the 17th yeah. century. And so that, you know, that's actually, a, like I said, it was just cringy, but. I enjoyed the change of energy. Yeah. And actually, their scenes, like, with Blake and stuff... They the, bring the energy to the yeah, story. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've got that the humour there as yeah. well, which I, I really like that. I didn't notice that before. And I yeah. didn't realise, like, Ben especially. Yeah. I didn't realise his humour before. And in the War Machines as well, it's all the sarky yeah. comments and stuff. I really yeah. like that. He's like, you know, he's supposed yeah. to be like that sort of, like, East End lad, isn't he? Yeah. And then Polly yeah. is a great sort of duo with him yeah. in that. Yeah. And I'm happy to watch scenes of them and then you don't really, you know, and the Doctor... They're kind of like... Because the Doctor's away on the ship. He, yeah. he leaves them to it for a bit. They're very much like a young Ian and Barbara. Ooh. I don't know. You see, you see, actually, right, Ian and Barbara, we got them from 1963. They're these older school teachers. Yeah. But we're in 1966 now with Ben and Polly and... Ben and Polly make Ian and Barbara look like a throwback from the 50s. 
they're actually Ian and Barbara are not sixties. Com- they're fifties companions. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like a younger. Can, I can imagine. Yeah, them I suppose as, so. if it was the sixties. More knowledgeable, both of them. <laughs> like if it was the sixties. Yeah. Like if they were younger in the sixties, because yes, yeah, because Ian like, and Barbara. That's what I'm saying. As teenagers, younger in the fifties. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine them as their teenage selves yeah. of that period. Do yeah. you know what I mean? But I think that what that goes back to what we said in the War Machines. They've got the companions sort of just about right now. With yeah. The ages they've gone up and down a little yeah. bit throughout who we've had, and these are the like, the product of all the companions before them. I can imagine Ian being because obviously like Ben's a fighter, Ian's a fighter. I can imagine Ian being a little bit cheeky as a in the, as a teenager. Because yeah. in the pub. Not a teenager. When Cherub but... comes up to the doctor in the pub, Ben's like, Oi, you leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get and out of the pub. Ian's very much <laughs> like that. And Polly, she's not from what I mean, actually I really like Polly in this episode. This is what I was after. Like I thought you were gonna get annoyed with Polly because she is a little bit whiny, a little bit no, I think. I don't think she's that bad. She brings something to it. She has she's not okay, she's not like um, a Susan that just cries and moans. She's not like Vicky that doesn't do anything for three episodes. She's not like Dodo that's just like brash right in there, but she contributes quite a lot. And she's not like Barbara in that Barbara was just too out of it for too long. I can see Barbara having the idea about doing the witchcrafty thing. Yeah. But... Ben and Polly pull it off in a more entertaining way. Yeah, I think she's she's kind of like she's sensible. I think she's more she's a sensible one of the two in the way that Barbara was quite sensible, um, but she's not like boring sensible. She's obviously like for like she's willing to have like you know a bit of a laugh and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but she's more of, she's the sensible one of the two of them. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like Ben is very much like I say the East End lad sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of what, like, going into this, I said, check, I just don't know what she's about. I mean, she was hypnotised by a freaking war machine the last time. Like, <laughs> you had no idea. She was in a pub and then she was hypnotised by a war machine. Like, yeah. you didn't really know her. So this was the first time that you actually get to know. I mean, like, she's fine that they're all like, she's a boy. She's not, like, getting stubborn about it. She's she's just like, oh, they should get me a boy. Like, she's she just rolls with it and that's fine. That works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I can imagine, so in my head, she's very, that is how I could imagine Barbara, if it had been the sixties, her age being. Mm, yeah. And it's, and then Ben gets knocked out. Yeah, of course. Because what's an episode without, like, your <laughs> yeah, hero yeah. getting knocked well, out? Ben gets knocked out. The doctor gets, he must get knocked out because they've got him over the shoulder. Oh, yeah. And they put him in that thing and put, hey, I hope he hasn't got any allergies. They put a load of hay on him. I'm pretty like, sure that isn't <laughs> even a body. I think that's like no, a dummy. That, that is a stunt. Man, are I you think. sure? No, it is. That's it looks, a man. It's so floppy. It looks like a dummy. <laughs> but they just put the flag just on his head. <laughs> so in the reconstruction, we've got some behind-the-scenes footage that exists actually in colour that somebody filmed when they were on location. So Out of funny. all the missing stories, it's so random. So, um, and also we've got the moving sensor clips, Australian sensor clips. So these came back. I remember when these came back in the in, in the nineties. Yeah. So it was really strange watching because I've seen what it's seconds. It's someone stabbing, someone screaming, someone going like it's <laughs> mi- like seconds, isn't yeah. it? Not very much. All I've seen is the compilation of that of people being stabbed. Of that. It's like uh 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 ah. I beg me, no, no, no. Ah! So it was weird to see it actually in context yeah. at the beginning and the end. I'm like, oh, actually, okay, that makes sense now because all I see is just these horrific seconds. <laughs> so actually seeing it there, I was like, oh, that makes sense because I didn't know what they were from. Yeah, I didn't know they were which episodes they were from or what scene. Yeah, yeah. So it was so that was nice when actually it did move. <laughs> but you see these, you know, the squire on his horse. It looks uh. like someone's holiday. It, well, it is someone's holiday footage basically, yeah, yeah. and he's smiling. Obviously not in character, but they put it in the in the reconstruction instruction to liven it up a little bit it's quite funny though isn't it should we talk about the squire well the the squire so maybe this shows how slightly bored we might have been because we started talking about everyone's hair 
<laughs> Everyone's wig. That yeah. was the main cop. Uh, that was the main topic of the conversation yeah. that we were discussing when we watched. Yeah, yeah. Because the squire's hair is. Well, I said it was like they've got a, someone's borrowed a wig from Top of the Pops, <laughs> and curled it a bit, and put it on this squad. On this, they've guy. got like the sixties long hair, <laughs> which which I know it's supposed to be like that, but it just seems a bit too much. And like, and the telesnaps, you go from one telesnap to another, and depending on sort of the angle, yeah. the curls are slightly. Whenever he's laughing and looking down, <laughs> <laughs> he. He just looks like a woman, doesn't he? <laughs> well, he does. He's got like this sort of like, he's got this no, lovely there's, smile. There's this one telly snap because he's quite in the distance, so you see more hair than the rest of him. Yeah. And the smile, you just see a hair and a smile. And, there's a lovely, and, and it's a lovely smile, him. isn't it? Like it's a like, jolly woman. Laughing. It's like a jolly woman laughing. And it, <laughs> it's a lovely smile, but with the wig as well, it's a very <laughs> feminine look. And then you couldn't unsee it after and I said like, that. And once you said that, I did. I did laugh quite a lot every time. Every time the squire was sort of in the background, because the <laughs> telesnaps are quite grainy, so you just see hair on a sort of blank face in the background. Yeah, it's oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like sort of, with the curls and stuff. It would be on like an eighties. Pops, I don't know, like a Bonnie Tyler but, or something. I mean, it was it was what you would have of the people. Like, you know, we, we talked about they it. Are we were like, be, they are trying to be historical. Like, they would have those sort of squire wigs. If you were like, you know, of nobility, you yeah, would have that. it would be that. like that, but I mean, it's just a bit too much, I think. Think of like, um, when I think of Captain Cook. Cook? Hook. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, Thomas Cook I had in oh. my head that's a holiday Thomas Cook holidays to Cornwall <laughs> Captain Hook he always has the black long curly yeah. wig because well, well, it's it's of that sort of style it's the nobility it's the so yeah well, you do have Captain Hook in this don't you because it's what's his name what's the name that's, of Captain well um, Avery oh no that's the treasure um, Pike, Pike. Yeah, we have Captain Pike yeah. and he is Captain Hook basically yeah yeah he just doesn't have a wig. Yeah. Well, no, he has got quite a bit. It's not as big as Captain yeah. Hook, but it is. He's got a, a wig. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about the squires. The squires. Costume. And there was another telesnap the... in episode four. He's in the background in the cavern. And I was like, his trousers are really hot. There's like trousers and wig and face, but there's no neck or body. It was just a really strange... The costume, Just he just did not look comfortable in his costume. No. I think that was it. Yeah. He just... He just didn't look like he owned it. And the wig, because everyone else is like, you know, in whatever. He's very, he stands out, yeah, he he's very different He stands out so much. Yeah. And he just didn't, like, look like he owned that costume. No. I don't know whether it, like, fit probably, like, in, like, <laughs> like maybe the sleeves were too long or the shot. I don't know. It I just didn't look like he was comfortable in that costume. <laughs> Poor Squire. He was a great character, though, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he acted it fine. Like, yeah. there's nothing against just that. The wig. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the wig. Well, the wig didn't help, but he just oh, never looked really comfortable yeah. in it. And then as soon as I mentioned it, it looked like a jolly woman in the back laughing. Every time, I was just looking at the curls on the wig and just seeing... The minute I said, that looks like a jolly woman in the back there, (laughs) you were gone. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You were gone. Yeah. Um, Because actually you didn't know whose side he was on for a bit. No. I like that intrigue because I was thinking, is it... You think he's working with Pike? Well, because you got the... Oh, you've got Cooper. Oh, Cooper. (laughs) Let's talk about Cooper the innkeeper. His wig. Well, there's his wig, um, <laughs> but Cooper, I just kept thinking of Cooper from, like, Mario. Oh, yeah. Is it Mario Kart or something? Yeah. Isn't there a Cooper? The turtle. The turtle Cooper. Yeah. Every time they said Cooper, I was like... Imagine imagine Mario Kart, but they're, like, based on episodes of Doctor Who. No. Imagine, like, the smugglers... Mario... Cooper's smugglers Mario Kart round where you're on the beach and you've got to get the treasure... And then you've got like a cherub. No, okay, no. you're fine. Okay, let's no. forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I want nothing after this episode. I want nothing additional to it. Okay, no more smugglers after this. No more no. smugglers okay. after this. I've and nothing... Cherub was a good character. I thought. Yeah, he was like they were all good characters. Pike. Well, yeah. I've nothing bad to say about the acting. I've nothing bad to say about the characters. It just. Look, the squire sums it up, I think. <laughs> the squire sums it up. It was just a little bit awkward. 
There's a whole story in episode. Well, there's a lot of characters because then you've got Blake that turns up. Blake, I you've felt. You've got Jamaica. Jamaica, yeah, who gets killed. Lots and of people. And what get was the Spanish one? What was he called? Um. Oh, those were really, yeah, those like that Spanish. They're like that Espanol sort of, or something. Yeah. Like they're terrible <laughs> names. Hang on, let me see. Yeah, the names were a bit. Oh, they were awful. Uh, Jamaica. Um, oh, Spaniard. Spaniard. Yeah. <laughs> like. All really clever and inventive names. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it's it's the genre. It, oh, like, yeah. Let's do a Treasure Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit completely. historical. It's got all the iconography of a Treasure Island. Yeah, story. yeah. And it's With, got, like, you know, the doctor trying to be clever to get out of the situation. Obviously, goes onto the captain's ship. Um, but I thought Blake was all right because Blake's on and helps Ben and Polly out. I liked Ben actually tying up Blake. Yeah. And interrogating him only in episode two. I'll be like, honest. Oh, right, Ben's in the I stride. thought Blake was a bit of a wet character. I felt like he did, he belonged in the Reign of Terror, like one of the friends. Yeah. I can't, do you know what oh, I can't remember his name now. The ones that looked after Barbara and Susan. And um, like the good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That worked with them. He felt like that. But I thought he was just a little bit wet. I don't know. I thought I it was don't, maybe right. it was just me. I, I think because the other ones were such strong characters. But you know what, Pike, although he was the Captain Hook, he didn't really do as much. He wasn't like the big villain no. that you might expect in a Treasure Island or, or something like that. It was more Cherub. Yeah, you didn't really the, fear him. He was a, I suppose Cherub is the. Mm, I want to say Long John Silver, but I don't know what Cherub was. I think Cherub. Yeah, and also, can I just say? In terms of Treasure Island, I know Muppets Treasure Island probably better than the actual <laughs> But also, if you want to watch a Treasure, a Treasure Island adaptation, Disney's Treasure Planet is actually really good. There we go. Okay. That's my... <laughs> they're my two Treasure Island. <laughs> Muppets Treasure, or... Muppets or the Disney version, Treasure Planet, which okay. is a space... A space, space version. One. So yeah. in other words, nothing at sea properly. Oh, well, Muppet Treasure Island is fairly... Okay. Nothing traditional. On the book is fairly on the book. They usually are. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think this the Muppets version is more on the book than obviously the Smugglers. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like Christmas Carol is as well, yeah, isn't it? So yeah. yeah. I think Cherub is the standout character for me, or oh, and the Squire, obviously. <laughs> Squire. <laughs> yeah, I think Cherub's great. Um, like you are genuinely. And they all get killed, don't they? Because Cherub gets killed at the end. There's yeah, a big fight said. at the end. I know we sort of skipped to the end already of this. Good. Um, I liked though the working out of the where the treasure was with those names mm-hmm. and the tombstones and everything. I liked that. I liked it. That was, but I feel like maybe it didn't stretch across the four episodes enough. There yeah, wasn't... I it was a classic. The Doctor just knows it and like just says it. I don't know. There was like you say, there was nothing what, to like. What does the Doctor do? Yeah. This? What is he told to know that is the answer? Like he literally goes onto that boat and is like, yeah, I know. Like what well, is I think he... Bell and Polly are in the graveyard and they work it out. They work they part, of it out. part of it out. Um, the Doctor goes over to the ship. I got a bit confused, like who he, w- what he was sort of negotiating and what, because it's him and Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> on the ship, and then they go back, and then the squire, and then the Pike goes to meet the squire, and then you find out that the squire's in on it. Meanwhile, you've got Blake telling Ben that he's trying to work out the smuggling plot. And you've got this convenient passage that goes from the, the crypt right to where the TARDIS is. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then about, in episode four, there was about 15 minutes where I was like, right, it's finished now. That's the end. And then it went on a little bit more. And then something else happened. And Blake wasn't there yet. Then it went on oh, a little yeah. bit more. Blake getting and there just went on like and on. it felt like it could wrap up in episode three already. Yeah. I think that's what it was. A sort of mixture of historical and not enough happening. But something that, like, is very action-based, and it is. I mean, there's a lot of fights in this. There's a lot of, like, you know, suspicion and, like, those sorts of jumpy mo. It was very slow-paced. It was just so slow. I think the reliance on dialogue is definitely not music, not enough action. But you can... But when you add the action, it went on and on and on. On and I guess maybe if you could watch it, it might be different. But I don't think that would change anything. No one's asking for this to be animated. No, I think it. You know, there's nothing there that's a big enough draw for be- people to be like, "Oh, I want that one animated." Nobody, as I say, nobody talks about it. And that's probably what sums it up. Yeah, like it's just a bit. Uh, 
It, like I said, it got better. It could have been. Actually, this is probably one that would benefit from the Doctor being written out and Ben and Polly doing even more and getting more involved yeah. and taking over a bit more because actually they, it, was, it was equal enough, but there wasn't any... It's an example, though, of where we're already at a point where they are not with the Doctor. And we had this last season, straight away. Dicky, this new companion, was with the Doctor for like three episodes, sort of learning, you know. Now, the Doctor, like, wouldn't it have been great to some extent if one of them was with the Doctor and you sort of like, they sort of learn about this sort of how it all works with the Doctor, learn about how like... Yeah, they have some nice scenes in the pub at the beginning, I think, together. He gets um, knocked out within like five and minutes. Then, and then the doctor, it's not really clear how they, one minute the doctor's but there and the next he's been all, put on the hay. But all that happens is the doctor basically just leads it and they're just sort of presumed to like shut up and go with it. Because every time they try and speak, they're shut up by people. Mm. Then he gets knocked out and then, you know, that's it, he's off. And I just think, wouldn't it have been, like for example, wouldn't it have been nice if like Ben and the doctor... For, I'm using this example, we're, like, taken onto the ship. Ben, and that's how Ben, who maybe was the more, like, you know, questioning of the two, that's how he sort of is learning how it all works. Like, what what's going on now? And, he, and the Doctor's almost, like, teaching him through him. And Polly maybe then by herself, who's, you know, a little bit more open to what's happening, she can then try and work things out in a different way. That might have been a bit more interesting rather than just but it's a classic situation of like we just leave a doctor to it and we leave these two people to it and that's that mm. and that worked when it was Stephen and the doctor because you you wanted those two different lines sometimes did it work it didn't it didn't well and then it all sort of ends everyone's in the crypt and has a bit of a fight and then one by one they all die or and the squire's tied up yeah. And then he gets stabbed, but he survives. Cherub gets killed. And then Ben and Polly have to run up down the cave studio. And all we can hear is a clomp, clomp, clomp on the wooden floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they get back in the TARDIS and... Off they go. Off they go, yeah. I don't know. I just I think... Yeah, I didn't think you would like this one. No, and I didn't. I wasn't expecting you to enjoy it. No, and I didn't. I feel like I know Polly more now, which Good. is really okay. nice. Yeah. And I still like Ben. Yeah. So, right. like, in terms of, th- I, I think that's you great. You enjoy them and you're looking forward to seeing them, what yeah. happens with them. I feel like yeah. now great. I know them. That's Whereas, good. like, with Stephen, it took ages, you know. Yeah, oh, that's good. So, that's good. But in terms of this story, it was just really, it was really hard. And nothing mm. happened. And it was it was dull and it didn't have any pace. And yeah, the lack of feels... music didn't help. No. Okay. That's all I got. Okay, okay. Well, then, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about this one. But I do encourage people to track it down and give it another go. Let's get the smugglers a bit more attention. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) If you want to get to know Ben and Polly, then watch this. Yeah, it's a good one for Ben and Polly. If you're a Ben and Polly fan, then give the smugglers a go just for them. Yeah. And the squire's hair. And the squire's hair. Yeah. Oh gosh, bless. Um, do you know what I was going to say as well? Go after on. now, now we just sort of finished that story. I was going to do this at the beginning of the podcast again. I've just remembered, <laughs> and it doesn't really fit anywhere. So I'm just going to say it now because I said it a few. I I found Tom on Facebook. No, my friend Tom. You I found did, him I found eventually. Him on Facebook. Yeah. So I haven't added him yet. But you found him. It's nearly all on private, but he is there. I have found him. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. How does that feel? I'll announce that. Maybe I'll get in touch. I don't know. (laughs) Do you think, like, he might listen to you? He might listen to this. And so he's put his thing as private. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I couldn't see any Doctor Who related content on there. Like, I haven't spoken to him since 1997. So. But also, I just wanted to say last time, I think in the War Machines, I did say about Katrina. So I thought I might share the Katrina story on this episode just to let you know. I thought we agreed that we were, like, we agreed when we spoke, Mark, before this, that those chats were stopping. Oh, no, I thought I was going to share my, because it's about... 
okay, thought it might on. be interesting. Go on, you go. Well, this is it then. Okay, no, no. As, then we as start it's Katrina. As it's, well, so Katrina, she was in primary school. Oh, I, no, wait. No, I'm talking uh, about Katarina. Katarina. No, yeah, I'm not talking about Katarina. Oh, this is Katrina. Yes, this that's is, fine. So, because um, I, I, it's not like I talk about primary school that much, but when we talk about Doctor <laughs> Who, because I was a child discovering Doctor Who, yeah. it sort of brings no, the memories back. Katrina's fine. Katrina, I was I'm not mixing up Katarina. No, I, oh, you brought up Katarina. I know, because I called her Katrina, that's why. This is real life, Katrina. So Katrina is friends with me on Facebook, but I have not I haven't spoken to her since nineteen ninety six. So ninety six. Um, yeah. So I, I might message her, I don't know, see what you think. Um so I was she was in my class at school. Yeah. Um and she knew I liked Doctor Who. Uh and you know you sort of make friends with people in your class for like it doesn't I don't know, you sort of go around friends sometimes, don't yeah, you? Yeah. And so I was friends with Katrina for a bit. <laughs> I know, I think I've been around her house once. Yeah. Um, and she was like, oh, my dad worked on Doctor Who. Mm. And I was like, okay, tell me more, Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all I remember is that it was, I don't know, I don't think it was like a credited part, but his job was to drop rocks on the Daleks. No. So that's all I know. And his name isn't on any credits or anything. And I, so I might get in touch and just ask, because I can't think, we haven't had any stories where rocks have dropped on Daleks yet. But I'm just thinking, what if it was like a Daleks Master Plan episode and he like, you know, knows I, something more about it or a missing one. I don't know. I don't know when it was. 60s, 70s. I don't know. Um, was so, it in the film? Oh, it could have been the film. There you go. I don't know. We've Obviously, never done like, the film. I don't know. If anyone can tell me if they're, which episodes rocks drop on the Daleks. <laughs> there's one planet of the Daleks where there's rocks drop on them. That's a 70s one. But I'm trying to think. I don't think that's happened to in any stories that we've seen so mm. far. But if I can track down the story, or yeah. should I just Facebook Katrina and just say hi? Do you, like, obviously, she's accepted my friend request. I've never spoken to her. But maybe I should message her and be like, can, is there any other information? It might be a new... I mean, maybe have a bit more of a conversation out. before that. But no, like, I just say hi. How, I just... How I are remember, you? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you... Obviously, I've not spoken to you all this time. <laughs> like, But in primary school, I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Is there any other information? Why not? Why not? Do you think not? I should do it? And then, Go for it. And then see if she Worst case back, scenario. And then I can let everyone know. Worst case scenario... Because what? Or, you know, worst case, she'd be like, "Won't get back to me," or be like, yeah. "No, sorry." The best case, he's like, "Yeah, he worked on the Daleks Master Plan. He's got this episode." <laughs> you never know. Yeah, and he's uh, like, let, "Shall I give it a go?" Give it a go. Okay. I encourage okay. it. Okay, everyone, I will let you know in maybe a couple of episodes' time or next time if I get anywhere. Yeah. That's exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> I mean, nothing might come of it, but something might come of it. Oh, what if he's like? Yeah, I did work on Dalek's Master Plan. I remember Katerina, and then I named my daughter <laughs> Katrina after after Katerina. No. No. Okay. Mark, you <laughs> don't get too excited, love. But yes. Okay, cool. There we go. Well, I thought I'd share that story. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of The Smugglers, it's a very quick going into the next story, isn't it? Because it said, because they land and they're like, oh, it's really, really... Cold. cold and he's like it's the coldest place on on earth or something or in the universe or, or something the, yeah something like that and then the next story is called the 10th planet and oh yeah it's quite funny because it, it came up on the captions next story 10th planet and you were like one two three <laughs> the planets you were like my, my very, very early blah 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 whatever what was your one because what's yours oh it's your it's more difficult learning that than the planets. It was my very early morning jam sandwich something. What? I can't remember. My wee... very early morning jam sandwich. Mars, Venus, Earth, Jupiter, Saturn. I don't even know. I can't so remember. So we had a task in school where we had to make up our own. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, so ours, mine is, my very evil mother just stabbed Uncle Norman's penis. <laughs> <laughs> for you when you made that up. Uh, like, year <laughs> eight? Oh, right, okay. I, yeah. I did it in primary school. Obviously, Katrina was in my class at the yeah. time. So we did uh, primary school one. I can't remember no, what that was. I, well, that's all, my that was very easy... One. Yeah, my very, my very easy very method aim. for... Yeah. Like, something like that, isn't it? Yeah. I don't remember. All I remember now is my very evil mother just stabbed Uncle Norman's penis <sighs> and Mercury, uh, Venus, Venus, Earth, Earth 
Mars. Mars. Um, my very early morning. Jupiter. Jupiter. Saturn. Saturn. Uranus. But it's not called Uranus anymore, oh, is my it? My very early morning jam sandwich is usually, yeah. Uh, Neptune. Pluto. No, NP. My very early morning jam sandwich. I don't know what happens to my very early morning jam sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> there was an elephant's one as well, but I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. I'll ask Katrina if she remembers. So there's nine planets and this is the tenth planet coming yeah. up then. And I there said to you, I was like, was, would they have known Pluto then? Oh, they had Pluto. Yeah. Yeah. They... When was Pluto? No, I, they must have had Pluto when by was then. Pluto, um... 66. I mean, we've not been on... I don't know when Pluto... I'm going to look it up. When was Pluto discovered? They would have known Pluto. No, because they've called it the tenth planet especially, haven't they? Well, you'd think so. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> because there's already nine planets. I think that's the intrigue. 18th of February, 1930. So, okay, yeah. fine, yeah, so they know. So this is the 10th planet, here we yeah. are. What are you thinking? So I've just realised, if Pluto isn't a planet, then it's my very evil mother just stabbed Uncle Norman. Oh, that still works. <laughs> you don't need a penis. No, exactly. <laughs> so. I will try and work out what these jam sandwiches are for as well. So Cool. Um, great, okay, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, give the smugglers a go. Um, but if you don't want to give that a go, uh, we will see you next week for the 10th planet. So the 10th planet, four episodes, yeah. three exist and Ooh. one doesn't. A lot of four episode pattern now. Yeah, the longer one, we haven't got any longer one. Oh, well, actually, no. We've got some six. Okay. We're either four or six generally, I okay. think now. Yeah. So nothing too strenuous <laughs> as we go into season four. Yeah. And actually, I think this whole season... I think it's less stories. Yeah, there's more six. There's not so many stories, I don't think. Okay, okay. I think we're a little bit shorter now. Okay. So, mm. how exciting. Well, uh, we'll see you next time then for the 10th Planet. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2WatchWho. I'll post my Ben outfit when I finish this. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking. I, might, I wasn't going to get the full thing. Vin- 1960s vintage sailor outfits are quite expensive oh yeah of course they are I'm going to definitely do the hat and maybe I've got like a t-shirt thing as well so you just need a t-shirt yeah so there we go I'll wear that next time we record (laughs) (laughs) am I going to be able to take you seriously um, yeah we'll give you some updates hopefully next time as well so we'll see you then (laughs) bye bye to watch who Hey, Doctor Who, what are you talking about?